0: Welcome to the evening episode of Honey in the Rock. We hope you've had a great day and we've got a great show ahead for you. Stick with us. This evening's episode is titled, No Weapon That Is Formed Against Thee Shall Prosper. It shall be focused on the study of Isaiah chapter 54. Before we go any further, we begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for the promise of Your Scriptures, that no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. We thank Thee, Lord, to know that every tongue that riseth against us in judgment Thou shalt condemn. And we thank Thee that Thy righteousness is of Thee and not of us. So we don't come offering a sacrifice of works like that of Cain, but we offer a sacrifice by faith, a revelation of Your will like Abel. We pray, Father, may you speak to us through thy word today. In the name of thy Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to Isaiah chapter 54.
1: Chapter 54 Sing, O barren, thou that didst not bear. Break forth into singing, and cry aloud, thou that didst not travail with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife, saith the Lord. Enlarge the place of thy tent, and let them stretch forth the curtains of thine habitations. Spare not, lengthen thy cords, and strengthen thy stakes, for thou shalt break forth on the right hand and on the left, and thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles, and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. Fear not, for thou shalt not be ashamed, neither be thou confounded. For thou shalt not be put to shame. For thou shalt forget the shame of thy youth, and shalt not remember the reproach of thy widowhood any more. For thy maker is thine husband, the Lord of hosts is his name, and thy Redeemer the Holy One of Israel. The God of the whole earth shall he be called. For the Lord hath called thee as a woman forsaken, and grieved in spirit, and a wife of youth, when thou wast refused, saith thy God. For a small moment have I forsaken thee, but with great mercies will I gather thee. In a little wrath I hid my face from thee for a moment, but with everlasting kindness will I have mercy on thee. Saith the Lord, thy Redeemer. For this is as the waters of Noah unto me. For as I have sworn that the waters of Noah should no more go over the earth, so have I sworn that I would not be wroth with thee, nor rebuke thee. For the mountains shall depart, and the hills be removed. But my kindness shall not depart from thee, neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed, saith the Lord that hath mercy on thee. O thou afflicted, tossed with tempest, and not comforted, behold, I will lay thy stones with fair colors, and lay thy foundations with sapphires, and I will make thy windows of agates, and thy gates of carbuncles, and all thy borders of pleasant stones. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. In righteousness shalt thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work, and I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord.
0: Up next we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham titled Azusa Jubilee. This was preached in nineteen fifty six on September the sixteenth. We'll begin a paragraph twenty-one up to the end. I trust you'll find it to be a blessing.
2: Some time ago in a little city where I was in, we were holding a meeting, I had to stay out in the country, and when I was been eating at a nice little place, and I looked at that the Sunday came and they closed up and went to church. They were Dunkers. And that afternoon, or right after lunch, I kind of felt hungry and I thought I should have a sandwich. I stepped across the street to an ordinary little restaurant. It was a disgrace to walk into the place. There they were standing there, the law playing the slot machine. One gambling is illegal in that state. But the law playing the slot machine. Now you can see how that degrades the laws of our nation. How that was in my eyes to see that, the law that we respect and should be upheld, and to see the law itself turning around playing slot machines, that's the same thing that the unbeliever sees the Christian acting like the world. That's the same impression it puts up on them. I noticed back in the corner a young lady, very foully dressed, and when she came down to wait on the table, the boys, the way they were carrying on, I looked sitting to my right, an elderly lady. Could have been my grandmother sitting there immorally dressed. Kind of, kind of a blue looking lipstick. Now, anybody know a normal person don't have blue lips, but they had blue looking lipstick on and that manicure, what's called all over her eyes. And, and she was sitting there with two old men. And I thought, my God, how can you stand to look down upon such? And the Lord called me behind the door and I saw a vision. I saw the world is turning. And I saw that the, my sins and other sins was going. I thought, God, why don't you just blow the place up? How can you stand it? But then I seen around the world with a crimson stream. I seen the Lord Jesus standing there in all this his pity as he looked down upon the earth. And I seen my sins as he went to him, but his blood act like a bumper before God. It could not come to him. And I seen every time I'd do anything wrong, his blood would stand between me and the judgments of God i walked up to him i said lord in the vision i said is my sins doing that i said then forgive me god i didn't mean to do it and he stuck his hand in the side reached over got an old book that my name was written on all full of sin and wrote pardon across it and stored it back behind him in the seal of forgiveness he said now i forgive you your sins but what are you saying about that woman when i come to you out of the vision i went out and sat down to her i said lady i was you ever a christian she said why are you asking me that for i begin to speak to her and she told me a heartbroken story of how some things come up in the church and she was called went out of the church she had taken a long road she had two daughters and they were nice ladies and how she was there with those two drunken men that afternoon i told her what the lord jesus had shown me that he still loved her i reached across the table caught her with the hands i said lady I don't care what you have done, Christ still loves you. Right out from behind that table, she went in the middle of that floor. The cop took off his hat and all the rest of them, and we had an old-fashioned prayer meeting there, and she was liberated and brought back to Christ. It's a jubilee, friend. The jubilee's on. It's time for men and women to come back to Christ. You're not long ago in Switzerland, standing up there in the big high Alp Mountains. I was thinking of Arnold Van Wickler. Many of you know the story, what a gallant hero he was many years ago in Switzerland, and how the, the Swiss nation was being invaded by a mighty army, and the cities was being taken, and the gallant blood of the Swiss people congregated from the mountains into the valley with such little weapons as they could defend themselves with. And when they stood there on the field, and they looked approaching him, And when they were approaching this great army, they were outnumbered fifty to one. And they were, they wasn't soldiers, they wasn't trained, they didn't know what to do. But this army that was invading was well trained. Every man like a brick wall coming right in. And when they were standing there with their spears moving up, one great man stepped out, Arnold Van Weekler, and as he stepped out there in the presence, they were hopeless. Everything they could think of was lost. They simply had to go down and their homes be lost. Their families would be killed. Their fatherlands would be destroyed. There was nothing they could do that was hopeless. Then Arnold Van Winkler stepped out and said, Swiss brethren, this day I'll give my life for Switzerland and the homeland. He said, What will you do? He said, Down in the valley yonder is a lovely little home where my wife and little children are waiting for me to come back, but they'll never see me again. For this day I shall give my life for my country. And as he said that, they said, What will you do? And he said, Now every one of you that's got weapons, come follow me and do the best you can. Fight with what you've got. Do everything you can with what you have got to do with. And he screamed, threw up his weapon and said, Make way for liberty. And he started towards that army. And he went right towards the thickest of the spears. And when he got right down to where he was, a hundred gleaming spears to catch him as he comes, he threw up his hands and said, Make way for liberty. And he grabbed big armfuls of those spears and threw them into his chest. And each one of those swift soldiers following behind him, he broke the ranks of the enemy. And they won a victory like has never been won before and today you can mention his name in Switzerland and their eyes will color with tears and their cheeks will flush for their hero. That was one of the greatest heroes, to my opinion, that's been an army life. But that's just a minor thing, just a minor thing. One day, the sons of Adam were standing defeated. Laws, prophets, and everything had failed. Every approach we had made had totally failed. Yonder in glory, there was one stepped out called the Son of God. The angel said, What will you do? He said, I'll go down and give my life. And this day I will redeem the fallen sons of Adam. And he came to Calvary. He went to the thickest of the spears. He went to the valley of the shadow of death and caught every dart of the devil and put it into his own bosom and called for the church to take what you've got and do the best you can. Praise God on the day of Pentecost. A rushing mighty wind fell out of the heavens above and armed every man with a weapon. Now I say today, my brothers, that every man, whatever you got, let's do the best we can with what we got and fight to the last man because we got the enemy's lines broke. Christ defeated Satan, stripped him of everything he ever had, and he's nothing today but a bluff. When he tells you we can't have another old fashioned Holy Ghost outpouring of the Spirit, we can have it today because the lines of the enemy is broken. God realms and reigns today. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm glad for an old fashioned Holy Ghost experience of the living God. How this great warrior Christ broke the way and put the enemy to rout. And those further on the day of Pentecost, when another 50 is something about 50 to bring Jubilee. And when they broke the enemy's lines there. They cut away as an example that you and I today can have an old-fashioned Pentecostal revival again. Brethren and sisters, the hour is growing late. It's later than you think. As Brother Moore once said, up in Finland, when we were up there right after the war, they were working day and night. Women out in the fields were going along with a the Hera. They couldn't take time to disk the ground. They just had to pull the hair and scratch it. Wintertime was coming on, and they, little children, worked night and day. At time, they'd pack the laner in front of their father and mother, pulling the hair off. They just had to scratch the ground the best they could to get the seed in. If they didn't get the seed in, the soldiers would go to come, and winter would catch them, and they would all perish the next year from starvation. They had to get the seed in the ground. My brother and sister, if we don't scratch quickly and get the seed of God into the ground, what's the harvest going to be? We've got to go forth with another old-fashioned pouring out of the Holy Ghost in men and, and women back to God again, or this country and this church and Pentecost and all is lost if we don't get back to the seed and the Word of God again in an old-fashioned revival. Do you believe it today? Do you believe that God would pour it out? Oh my! I feel today letting my soul to make this Proposition with the people. I believe if every one of us in this building today will rededicate our lives to God and will, as Jacob was told by the Lord to wash up his, get his people to clean themselves up, to present themselves before the Lord, I believe if we'll clean ourselves up from all of our evil things. From all of our selfishness from all of our backbiting from all of our acts of this life and come boldly before the throne of god i believe an old-fashioned revival will break out right here in angela's temple that one week will never stop but that's right Still is, keep going. do you believe it let us stand to our feet just a moment you can never make an altar call in a place of this time there's not enough room for it but your heart is the altar Your heart is where God lives. I wonder today if there's people standing here who has never received the Holy Ghost. You've heard all about these great things taking place, but you've never as yet received it. Would you raise your hands to God and say, I want to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Would you raise your hands all around, over the balconies, everywhere. God bless you. How many here that's never received Christ as personal Savior, would you raise your hands? Are you concerned enough about your? Your eternal destination. So raise your hands to God. Would you do it? God bless you. How many here that's already received the Holy Ghost and wants to dedicate your life anew today to Christ? Raise your hands. The Lord God bless you. I believe On after the acceptable year of the Lord had been preached, when they gathered together at Pentecost in the temple, they were believers. They were in one place, and one accord. And how appropriate this meeting is this afternoon, when believers from all parts of the country have gathered at the temple again, all in one place, in one accord. What a wonderful time it would be for the outpouring of the Holy Ghost to come down in our midst this afternoon. Hearing those messages a while ago given, if God give you the message of speaking with tongues, do it! If God is putting your hands to interpret, do it! If God's putting your hands to testify, do it! If God's putting your hands to preach, preach! What you've got, let's go! Christ broke the line, and let's go get the victory for the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us raise our hands now to God, and thank God and praise Him. Our Heavenly Father, we thank Thee today for the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. We are believing, Lord, for a great meeting, for a great meeting among the people. I ask You today to grant these blessings, God, and may this be a great time. Watch these more than five thousand people with their hands up, praising the Lord Jesus. We're having an old-fashioned jubilee. Come out and join with us, everybody praising the Lord. Let God praise for the old-time religion again in this modern world where we're living, where men are perverted, their minds are evil thinking, juvenile delinquency heaping up everywhere. Yet in the midst of it all, God's pouring out His Holy Spirit. Day after day, night after night, and only even right here this afternoon at Angelus Temple, the Holy Spirit here. How God is here to bless the people, and you in Radio Land, as you uh, wasn't aware much that we were still on the radio. But you in Radio Land, you should come and see this. What's there going on here? Such a great gathering of God's people, such a unity of spirit, where different denomination barriers are broken down. Everybody standing with one heart and one accord, receiving Christ Jesus. What a marvelous time. Oh, let us open up our hearts. Let us raise our voices, our hands, our hearts to Christ, and receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost and an outpouring. If you are determined to receive it, if you really want it, but you've got the hunger and thirst for it before you can ever get it. For the Bible said, blessed are they that you hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be filled. Friends, you have been listening to the services coming to you from the main auditorium of Angeles Temple. This has been the first of the series of meetings of the anniversary of Pentecost at Azusa Street. Your station has been KFSG in Los Angeles, owned and operated by the Echo Park Evangelistic Association, Dr. Ross K. McPherson, president and we invite you now to stay tuned for the programming of KRKD with whom we share time and KFSG will return to the air this evening at 7 o'clock. Until that time we bid you a good afternoon and a God bless you and our nation heavenly father as we leave the air we pray that the holy ghost will catch far out here in this city and around over the country and bring us back another old-fashioned revival that the power of god will fall into the meat heal all the sick and afflicted everywhere lord and get glory out of the service
0: as we get towards the end of this episode we end with a word of prayer heavenly father we thank thee for the scriptures lord that said you shall pour out your spirit upon all flesh and how you fulfilled them in this last day father help us to if there's any who have not inherited that promise which you promised unto us and unto our children and to many that are far off even as many as you shall call if lord many are still yet to be called by your spirit today may you call them to repentance and from all the cares of this world may they forsake all and follow thee and like moses esteem the riches of christ greater than the reproaches of Christ greater than the riches of Egypt. We thank thee for all these things. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, we would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us
3: prosper no no you won't it won't